we're taught many times, you know, when we set uh, to, well, first of all, we're taught to set goals and we're taught then get out there and do it, right? And it, it's as if it's at this hurried pace and the energy that I had last year when I uh, saw, you know, the invitation to join Success Intelligence, I was like so exhausted. I was exhausted at every level. It's like, I just did not have the energy to even put one foot forward. But Robert taught me that a lot of my success actually is, or what I've learned in the success intelligence journey, is my success is actually in being a a bit slower, really taking my time because I'm venturing out into something new, like what you're doing, right? I, I have a huge learning curve right now I'm also um, reading a lot of books. I'm filling gaps to get myself up and running, but it's at a pace that, um, that I choose. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the Magic Within podcast. My name's Katrina Lally, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences, and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone, and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. beautiful soul sisters to another episode. So, so excited for this conversation. I'm beyond excited for this conversation because I get to sit down with an old friend who I have not connected with in such a long while. And I've seen her journey and I've seen her growth and just her light and joy is contagious. And so I knew she had to be on the show. So Rissell, thank you so much for coming and being a part of the Magic Within podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for that lovely introduction. (laughs) Of course, of course. You are such a joy and you always have been. So I have a question. I asked all my guests this and I'm always curious what the answer is. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? The first thing I told my mother was a servant. A servant? A servant. And back then, she took it to mean a housemaid. And I only had the revelation of what, when I said that, um, I only had the revelation of that, I think last year in the journey that I'm on right now, it was actually to serve people. Oh, I love that. 
I, yeah. I love that because when you think servant, that's not first thought. Like, no. oh, you want to go wait on people hand and foot or clean for that or whatever that looks like. Right. And I love that so much because it's what you do. It's what you're doing. I mean, your yes. light just definitely does that. So let's talk about the journey that you're on. You've been a nomad for the last year and a half. It wasn't always this way for you. What made you guys decide to like sell everything and just go? (laughs) You know, you come to a crossroads in life. And I'm going to say my husband came to the crossroads in life where he was thinking about, he always knew what he wanted in his business. He was looking for a particular model to follow, which was, um, he always tells people to work 24-7, which is to work 24 hours a week for seven months of the year. But also the bigger part of that is to work virtually, mm. to work from anywhere in the world. And the interesting thing when we had conversations about this recently is when he was thinking that it was the year 2009. And what was actually happening unknown to him was in 2009, um, Glenn Sanford, the person who founded EXP Realty in the U.S., started to create this company, which is a truly virtual company. EXP Realty owns no offices. And that was really the model that Ernest was looking for. So when he was approached to look at the model, he said before the person was even done, he handed them the credit card and said, I'm in. And then he said, I'm in because that's what he was looking for. Mm. So that was really the catalyst um, that kind of set us on this journey. Now, Back in Canada, this is this all happened in Canada. I, you know, was not a realtor, but just watching how ex, how um, people function in what we call EXP world, their virtual platform, changed something about the way I would live because I I didn't realize it then, but I had this urgency shortly after he joined EXP to take everything that we like, all of the paper that we had, and have access to it virtually. So I hired um, some help to help us to scan everything that we would possibly need, you know, up into a place in the cloud where I can have access to it. Because what was beginning to happen is we were actually traveling and conducting our business during that time. So, you know, if you're not at home to get the piece of paper or, you know, to an office to get the piece of paper, that would not serve us. So I spent, I think, pretty much all of 20... Um, it started in 2018 and in 2019, there was a big push within me to live virtually this way, not realizing that it would set us up for the life that we're living now. Mm, that's so exciting. And how, how like beautifully is it like your husband made that decision back then? And that's when this company was being started. And mm-hmm. how often does that happen? And we don't realize when we set that intention, when we set that that goal out there, that claim, like the universe goes to work, things go to work for us. We can't always see them right away, but we just know what we want. And we have faith and trust in the, in the process that it's going to come together. Correct. And another th- funny thing was happening. I had, before I, I met Ernest, I had purchased a house. So, you know, before we were married, before we met, I had purchased a house. It was not ready. It was ready after we got married. And when we moved in after, I think it was August 2017 that we moved in, we had multiple problems with leaks. Mm. Like our house flooded so many times. We, and because we work from home, we, you know, we had, to, we told the builder, 
you can't come in here and do the repairs. Like at one point, one half of the house was underwater. So they had to pay for us to go live in hotels. And after about three times of, you know, going to the hotels, we stayed in uh, back in Canada. It was called like the Hilton Homewood Suites. So, you know, there's a little kitchenette. Sometimes the bedroom is um, separate from like the, the little living room area, you know, where you have the couch and the TV. And I remember walking in there and I just put the suitcases on. I thought, you know, I could live in a space like this. Again, not realizing that, but it was such a profound comment at the time because he stopped for a moment and he took it in with me, but not realizing that if the house hadn't flooded that number of times, and if we hadn't been like forced to go live in hotels, it would not have prepared us to live the way that we're living now, which is in hotels and Airbnbs. Oh, that's, I, I remember that time too. I remember right? those conversations about your house and it's like, oh my gosh, now this is happening. Now that's happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was all working in your favor, even though at the time yes. it did not feel like it. It was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> but how often does that happen? Like these things happen and they seem horrific at the time and mm-hmm. they seem as though they're working. It's because it's working against us. When it's truly in our favor in some way or another, just we can't always necessarily see it right then. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And so, you know, like we still had to return to the hotel, you know, a few after, t- you know, a few more times, sorry, after I made that comment. So I had the time to appreciate where I was staying. Yeah. I actually looked forward to it. Mm. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I, some days I think I could probably go live like that, but just me. <laughs> For myself. <laughs> I love that. And so yeah. you're, you're traveling now, you're living in different places, you've been to several different countries, and you're also showing up in, and building a community through not only your um, EXP, but I see that you're, you know, you're bringing people together on Zoom and mm-hmm. sharing messages and light. What is your path? Is it to continue to build this business with your husband? Or are you also on another path of journey, bringing people together? Both. So I'm playing a supporting role with him on the real estate side. Now I am a realtor in Portugal. I did register there. It's easy to become a realtor in Portugal. So I have an interest in that country and what's happening there. Um, But I would say because Ernest is helping to support both the growth of EXP Portugal and Brazil, I'm in the background helping him to be able to do that. So that's one side of me. The other side of me, um, which I really only stepped into this year, is I would call it more on the the spiritual journey to help support people, um, to uplift them, to maybe look at things. I'm not going to call it, uh, I'm going to say I'm more of a mentor than a coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my zoo, I believe in God. So I'll just put it out there for anybody who's listening to this. This year, I decided, or I should say last year, I felt as if something was missing from my life. And I prayed about it. It was something to do with personal development. Like I needed something more because I felt that there was something that I was not seeing in me that needed to come out, something big. So I follow Robert Holden, um, the author Robert Holden. And sometime in September, I don't know why I hadn't seen that, like this particular email before. He was advertising for his success intelligence mastermind where only 
um, he allows only 16 to 18 people into this mastermind, right? So you have, you know, like a core group and he's with you for six months. You know, he, uh, you know, you have your group calls, he coaches you. And during the course of this success intelligence mastermind, which is really, for me, it was a total rewrite of my life. Um, what came out of me was I act, I felt as if I needed to really take this spiritual desire that I had and move forward with it. So that's what I started to do. And God guided me, just start with the Zoom calls. Just start with the Zoom meetings. He God gives me the topic. They have not, even though the topics may sound easy, they have not been very um, easy for me, which is stretching me and growing, growing me. One of them came naturally. Um, which was I spoke about being successfully single because I have a big love for single people. You know, I have been single for, let's say, about 40 years of my life. And it is very different from being married. And I just want to um, show my love and appreciation for people who are single and feel misunderstood. So, you know, that one felt like a natural fit to me. But all of the others, I spoke about self-love. Um, I spoke about forgiveness and just so many others, you know. Um, aspects of it and I'm continuing it until March and then I feel as if I'm being guided to do something different at that point I love that and you said like something so interesting to me like they seem like they seem like so simple topics but that's really where the beauty is and and they don't have to be like complicated or huge like it's the simplistic places I think most of us trip ourselves up in those yes. things that look or feel like they should be easy, but those are the places where we we really get caught up in and forget, get back to basics, get back to what does forgiveness look like? What does self-love look like? What is this? What are these things? Because we, I think there, we get caught up and there's a separation between where we want to be and where we're at when it's those little things that will build us up to be where we want to be, where we're at. Totally. And what I loved about um, the success intelligence mastermind and my conversations with Robert was we're taught many times, you know, when we set uh, to, well, first of all, we're taught to set goals and we're taught then get out there and do it. Right. And it, it's as if it's at this hurried pace and the energy that I had last year when I uh, saw, you know, the invitation to join success intelligence, I was like so exhausted. I was exhausted at every level. It's like I just did not have the energy to even put one foot forward. But Robert taught me that a lot of my success actually is, or what I've learned in the success intelligence journey, is my success is actually in being a, a bit slower, really taking my time because I'm venturing out into something new, like what you're doing, right? And I have a huge learning curve right now I'm also um, reading a lot of books. I'm filling gaps to get myself up and running, but it's at a pace that um, that I choose. Mm. Like one of the things I learned is he said, you know, your audience is out there for you, and they will find you. You don't have to go out there and go nuts and try to Facebook market yourself and blast things out. They will just naturally come to you. And he was right. I see that in my blog. My blog started. Um, a year, a year, a year ago, or two years ago, I can't even remember. But um, I started in my bedroom in my pajamas. I had been asked to blog. Like somebody was, two people were after me for three years, saying, "Would you please blog?" 
And I'm like, what the heck is that? Right back then, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, how do I even do that? I tried to do it. I'm like, this is not resonating with me. But then one night, I just sat down and, you know, I went on to one of these free sites, you know, and, and I put up the blog. And as of the end of last year, yeah, it was May of last year, but as of the end of last year, I had uh, readers in nine countries. I haven't checked for this year. I thought, you know what? I'm only going to check it as a Merry Christmas gift to myself at the end of the year. But I know I've also ventured into different countries. It's like, it's grown. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. And blogging, <clears throat> blogging apparently, it's making a comeback. And so more people are back in the blog space. And I read through some of your blogs and it's beautiful because they're 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 not these long... No. You know, really, they're very simple, easy to digest, and they're fun. And you can mm-hmm. feel the joy that comes through those blogs. So I love Thank that you. you're doing that. You've always yeah, been I... a beautiful writer. So <laughs> Thank you. And I keep mine short, you know, intentionally, because I said, you know, after a minute or two minutes of reading, I lose interest in blogs. So I just, and it also taught me how to, um, how to write in short form, how to get my point across within that one to two minutes and not more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that. And I know that's a muscle that I get to build for myself because I like want to go on and on. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're right. People's attention is just not I'm my own attention. I'm like, okay, get to the point. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love that. One thing I, it's interesting that you brought up goal setting because from the, the time that I've known you as a person, you've always, you've always been a person, but you, you've always brought to life your goals like you're yes. you seem to you set them you're intentional and they come to life what do you think it is for you it, that you do or the way you show up or whatever that actually manifests those things and they come to life more so than other people I just believe in fact no in the beginning I would believe that my goals were going to come through but the belief had changed to unknowing. Mm. Yeah. Right? There's a, because you can sit there and believe all day, but until you actually know it's going to come through, that's a different experience of goals and of life. Mm. I felt that. That's deep. It's, de- it's that layer deeper. It is that layer deeper. And now that you say that, like, I always sense that from you. Like, you just, kn- you just knew every time... Uh, Rosella and I used to be on a mastermind together and we went through some personal development together. And every time she got on the call, there was just that knowing and you could sense that from you. Mm-hmm. Just that knowing, belief, you know, it's that deeper, deeper belief, deeper than belief, because your faith has always been incredibly strong and you've, you've been, had that connection and knowing that this is God's plan for me. And I just get to, I, my job is to show up and do what's laid in front of me. And I'll give you an example. Um, when you look at Abraham in the Bible, the one scripture and Abraham believed God. Like if you ever see that scripture or you see scriptures about people in the Bible and they believed God, that's where that's at. Mm. It's that knowing that God is going to come through. And I'll, I can give you an example actually of this year. Um, in 2020, I know in 2019, December 2019, I was doing my goal setting and my goals have changed, by the way, from the way we had learned them. <laughs> and I was writing something and I don't know why in the world I wrote this. I had no business writing it. I had no 
like it was like something just totally out of lefty that I wrote. I will meet Robin Holden face to face, like, right? And this is like, I mean, this is a man, you know, very famous out there, you know, in the world on his, you know, uh, platform. And I didn't even like I put away my book with my goals, and I just, I always shut it, and I don't look at it until December of the following year. So when I opened it up again and I looked at it. It's like I couldn't believe I wrote that. Like I don't even remember writing it, and it came true because I already had my. I'm gonna call it like my face to my first face to face Zoom with him before the mastermind started. Wow! So it's like that, you know. It's like I don't know where the heck this thing came from. This now I could allow my mind to go, and this seems impossible. But it's like no, if it's there, it's meant to be there. Yeah. And even even if it does not come through, you know, like I said, it as a twenty twenty goal or twenty twenty one goal. Even if it didn't come through, it will. Like just give it time. Mm-hmm. I think that's such an important piece, especially you know we learn learning to set goals and things like. It's beautiful to have a timeline on it of when you want it to happen, but if it does not happen in that timeline, doesn't mean it won't come to fruition anyway. Like exactly. allowing that grace and that space for maybe a little more time. Maybe there were some more things you needed to do before that was brought to you. Totally. I, I had to have this crazy desire of, I need something different in my life now because I can't keep being the same. That's what drove me to sign up for success intelligence. I cannot keep being the same old person that I am. I have to change and I need a big shift, but I didn't know who would give me that shift. Or who would you know um, support me in getting there? And yeah. that's when he showed up. Ah, that's so beautiful. So, what we're we're ending the near as this podcast comes out, it'll be the beginning of twenty twenty two. What is on the horizon for you? Oh my gosh, I haven't given twenty twenty too much thought. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the unknown that's going to come true, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. But what's on the horizon for me is I will be here in Brazil until March and then we're returning to Lisbon. That's on the horizon. I know that uh, my own platform next year, I need support to help shift it and change it because that was all my work. You know, I'm not skilled and gifted at it, but I wanted to to really start the development of my platform so that when someone takes over for me, I'll know what they're speaking about. I know how it runs, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. more travel. I don't know where as yet because people keep asking me, are you coming home to Canada? And the answer is, I really don't know. I have to go where, wherever God wants us because we do pray about where to next. And it's not always back to home as, you know, as we would perhaps in our hearts like to. It's like, okay, God has something here for us. So we're here for three months. We return to Lisbon, perhaps for another three months, and then we'll see. But, um, I would say well, what comes to me is things that are bigger and better. And in it, I really intend to um, keep working on myself, keep myself very humble. And my biggest heart's desire is always to um, see how best I can help the people that I meet, whether mm-hmm. it's here, whether it's virtually. I have a big heart for helping people. You do. And I love that so much about you. And you've always been of service and very heart-led. And so I'm excited to see what happens in 
2022 for you or just over the next several months and as you grow your platform. And I think that's so key. Like you started, like you said, you're not very, you know, savvy at these things, but you started and you did the thing anyway. And, um, you know, I'm right there with you. Just do the thing anyway until that mm-hmm. time comes when I can hand it over to somebody else and they can help and support in that space. Because I know so many of us can get caught up in the, well, I don't know how to do it. And I'm, and I'm not, so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to wait until. And sometimes that waiting until ends up meeting, we wait for a very long time and we don't end up taking action and doing the thing. Yes. And one thing I've learned and um, I really applied it to my success intelligence journey was just start. It doesn't, and what we've learned together, things don't have to look a certain way. Right. So my success, a lot of my success is it's just because I started, I am not looking for perfection. I'm looking to start. Mm. I don't want it to look a certain way even. I don't want it to look all, you know, glittered and shiny and glossy. I would rather have people look at the rough way that I started and see my growth than have it up and running and looking beautiful. That's just me. That's my preference because I'm learning and I would like people to either learn alongside me or see that I'm learning. So they also get to see how I shift and change. And I'm also actually writing a book. Yay! Yes. That's, so yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a different experience. Yes. <laughs> Writing a book about yeah my own journey, my life, um, just you know little things. I'm it in this um, this writing path that I'm on. I'm actually learning how to write the book. So that's taking me a little while. Again, not to perfect it, but just to to um, be with it and to really feel what I'm writing. Because there are certain things that I, I had asked God to teach me this year. Compassion was a big one. And I asked God to also to help me to feel my emotions deeply. I've done one of the things that I've loved since um, we've left off on our journey is I began to learn more about the Enneagram. I don't know if you've heard about the Enneagram. Yeah. Um, and the Enneagram point that I operate out of um the emotion, my emotional side needed to soften up a bit and for more of that compassion and love to come out. So, and writing is actually teaching me that because I have to connect with, more with my emotions to get um, the flavor of what I'm saying across. Otherwise, I could be, um, you know, my type is more um, rule following and that kind of thing. So, I could be a little bit more rigid. So, it's no soften up in the writing. Yeah. What type are you? One. I see that. I don't know a yeah. lot about the Enneagram, but I know enough. Mm-hmm. I see that. I'm a four. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm yep. a four. So I love that. And it's so true. And like, that's such a beautiful space to be in and to acknowledge, like to be able to feel deeper into my emotions so I can mm-hmm. connect with my writing, with other people, with myself. That's like the foundation. For me, that's the foundation. Like it, the more that we can tap into those emotions, the more we can connect with ourselves, with God, with people, uh, you know, and be a more of service. Like that's where the beauty, there's so much beauty in that. And I'm so like, just proud of you and excited that you're, you leaned into that. Oh, totally. And what really supported me with the Enneagram work as well is because remember, we're all nine points of the Enneagram. We do operate predominantly out of one, but it's learning how to lean over into like number seven, right? Which is, you know, more of the fun side. And for me to 
um, come down actually to point four, which is your point, where I can feel the depth of what I'm feeling. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm uh, developing that right I, now. I love that. Yes. One is my growth number. That's what I've learned is good. that space. So <laughs> we're in good company. We're in good company. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. Rissell, is there anything else you want to share before we go? Um, the only other thing, I guess, because, you know, I'm one of the, I realized actually this year that I'm one of the few people who traveled, especially at the beginning of the year. I was one of the few people running up and down, you know, all of Portugal, here, there, and everywhere from the south to the central, to the north and back again. Um, what I have seen and what I feel is I actually do feel how people hurt and how they are hurting through these times. Um, and I just want to acknowledge every person don't forget to love. Mm. To me, love is, is the biggest message. Yeah. If you can not cast the hurt away, but sit with the hurt if you're deeply hurting, but remember how much you're loved and try to love someone else and be compassionate towards them. I've been able to do um, a lot of that virtually. And, you know, some people say it's hard to do it virtually, but I'm very grateful that I am even able to do it virtually and to help people to get out of um, depression and not loving themselves and yeah. not understanding what is going on in the world you know as you say it's a, the great reset or whatever it is but I would just leave that message with you love is um, to me has many facets to it many sides so in whatever you can whatever way you can support someone please do it yeah thank you that is yes I so much yes to that so thank you for sharing that that message um, we could use a lot more of that in the world today um, for mm -hmm. ourselves and for others it's Absolutely. so beautifully shared thank you katrina okay sisters i will make sure i link up all of the things on where you can find herself follow her blog follow her adventures i'm sending you all the love and light in the world thank you and we'll talk to you soon so much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.